Hi, everybody. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> hi, everybody. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to Beyond a Thought podcast where we're talking about issues you've probably been thinking about. Um, so here we are jumping right into season two. And like last time we, um, we I had this the conversation with Z in our intro conversation um we have a uh, substitute <laughs> this is stephanie everybody stephanie uh, oh i can't even say stephanie adavor no no not adavor apia kubi newly married apia kubi yes 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 uh we are so excited to have her um co-host uh, with beyond with us on beyond a thought while z is taking a break um to have baby and spend time with baby number three um so i'm we're really grateful for um you being here uh stephanie thank you for agreeing you. to be a co-host with us um, she is a blogger she <laughs> is everything in between a wife all that she got oh, it all so i'm gonna give her an opportunity to um to introduce herself and let us know who she is hey guys my name is stephanie as Lena already said i am a jesus lover i'm a christian i am ghanian rapping i am <laughs> a new wife to my amazing husband jay what it do boo what it do um, what it do <laughs> and i blog as um lynette said i love to have intentional honest transparent conversations you probably know that we've done this for like how many years and i'm so honored to be on beyond the thought um because lynette and z are people that i have raw conversations with all the time um so it's an honor as i said to z earlier it's an honor to step in um because we the three of us have the same values when it comes to having conversations that are uncomfortable so i'm so honored to be here and yeah let's do this wow round of applause <laughs> for stephanie <laughs> okay. really thank you honestly it's um one of the reasons that Stephanie was chosen to be a co-host because girl got, you know, <laughs> bars. <laughs> so she got bars. And um, no, I and I appreciate that she does have honest conversations because this is a time for it. Like, like what's the point of mm-hmm. not having honest conversations? And we're in relationships with different people all the time. We're Christian. There's no yeah. need for us to have um, hidden conversations or hide behind other things and pretend mm-hmm. that we're okay or pretend that everything um, is easy breezy. Because I mean, even as Christians, we do go through things. So we appreciate that um, you're you're gonna bring your candidness and your candor into this conversation. Um, so yeah. So. <laughs> Oh my god. That's it. Now that we've gotten that out of the way. Out of the way. Out the door. Out the door. Um, today we're gonna um, have a very, speaking of candid conversations, today we're gonna have one of those. Yes, we're starting off the year with uh, a hot one. Hot one. Today we're gonna be talking about um, 
toxic traits, toxic behaviors, whatever you want to call it, anything toxic. Um, <laughs> we're really going to dive in. I mean, we know that this is limited time um, and there's so much to talk about when it comes to toxic behaviors, toxic traits and um, that spectrum of things. We also understand that it's a wide range. It, there's a huge spectrum when it comes to um, topics like this. Um, mm-hmm. So we do understand and we are not, we are not therapists. We, we are not experts. We don't uh-huh. know all of all that there is to know. We are really, this conversation is really, um, it, we're doing it in a broad sense, in a general sense, um, based on our experiences, based on what we know, how we've experienced, or how uh, how we've experienced um, toxic behavior, toxic traits. Um, but it's also very focused because it's um, it's based on our experience, right? Um, so we really want to have this conversation, have a really candid conversation about um, toxic behaviors. Yeah, so that's what we wanted to get out of the way. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> that uh, we are not in any way experts at all. So yeah, so we're just going to get into the conversation um, as it is. Um, toxic behaviors, toxic traits. And I was telling Stephanie that like, I'm so nervous to have this conversation because Yo, I've, been, I've been through stuff, but Ooh. <laughs> um, we're going to start there. We're going to start where we, where we, where we are mm-hmm. um, and, um, and have this conversation. So yeah, Stephanie, yeah. toxic behaviors. Toxic, what does it even mean? What does it even mean to be toxic? Like, what does it even mean Yo. to to be toxic at all. So let's yeah. let's start there. Okay, so as you know, I was during the week, I don't know, it was this Thursday that I messaged you, yeah. I was doing like serious research about being toxic and I was just like, my voice was cracking. I was shaking, I was shivering. I messaged you and I was like, what the heck? But I'm so excited to have this conversation. So the definition of, um, being toxic is basically being more abusive and unsupportive or unhealthy emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was in the research, you talked about someone that is toxic is more likely to bring you down than encourage you. So basically people that you speak to and then when you leave their presence, feel drained, you feel like, let me re-examine my life. Like I probably am not doing well as I think I am. Um, it comes, it's subtle too. There are different ways, like people that compliment you um, with a butt, basically. Like, I guess you're skinny, but this, and it's like you look pretty, but you could have, and it's like not being able to say something positive fully and always having to say something negative. Um, it's also people that are manipulative that make you feel like you're never given enough. Yeah, just not enough. Like you can do all this, the things they tell you to do, but they still find something that they told you to do and you didn't do. So when it comes to being toxic, it also comes out in different ways. Like it's not just someone that is abusive that yells all the time, but it could also be someone that is passive aggressive that doesn't communicate and gives you a silent treatment. So, it's, yeah. so it, it could be different different things. Mm-hmm. Different things. Like I was I was reading on upon it as well and I, I found a really like um I think a definition that kind of wraps up 
everything that it is. And I think it was really simple and really layman's terms for people to know. Um, mm-hmm. It said, it is anything that is poisoned to a relationship that and can limit um, another person or your own growth. Um, so pretty much anything like, I mean, in toxic in, in its general form is yeah. anything that is poison, anything that is mm-hmm. toxic, really. <laughs> There's no other way to say it yeah. to a relationship in this sense, to a relationship, mm-hmm. um, breaking it down or um, making it um, limiting the both of you, limiting yourself, limiting mm-hmm. some others as well. So that's what mm-hmm. I, that's, that's coming from the same place that you were saying. That's what I found, and it's uh, so true in so many, so many ways. <laughs> um, I also found that the, so, so, um, a therapist, uh, an article that a therapist um, wrote, she said, um, "Toxic is is not a psych, it's not a psychological term, but mm-hmm. it's the way you feel. Um, mm-hmm. It describes a, like an interaction where boundaries are kind of blurred. Like you don't mm-hmm. know where the boundary lies. You don't know." Yeah what is going on in the conver- in the relationship it mm-hmm. drains you leaves you drain like you said yeah. your mental health is affected mm-hmm. um, in so many ways and sometimes you don't really know how that is like you 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 feel some type of way um when that that relationship is is kind of there like it, it it's it's happening but you don't know how it manifests in so many ways you don't know how yeah. to kind of deal with it right mm-hmm. So yeah, I just wanted to add that. <clears throat> Anything That's, else you wanted to add? Um, no, like it's it's really straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. As you said, like toxic in the sense of the word is something that isn't good for you, that is poison. Mm-hmm. So whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, if something is toxic, it's toxic. So that was a good like way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I was thinking like, I think. Um, toxic behavior in itself it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to pinpoint when you when you even within yourself right mm. it's, it's so That's hard <laughs> to pinpoint right so mm-hmm. where could we have to I think we, we should discuss like where some of these behaviors mm. might stem from right um, how do you even know that you're being mm-hmm. toxic right even within yourself how do you know that you're being toxic um for me obviously personally (laughs) i found that my toxic behavior was rooted in my community my upbringing and like how i was taught certain things so basically um me thinking that i wasn't toxic was was okay then i got out of the confines of my home it's like if your house has toxic traits till someone points it out it's almost because like we are all the same in the house obviously we all do something right and then you go out of the house and then you're just like why is this a problem i don't see that yeah i don't see that it's an issue and since we are already here (laughs) i'll say like my maybe i'll say just two three toxic traits like for me growing up i was very defensive because i was never apologized to (laughs) so i was always the one apologizing Mm. to whoever wronged me because like i was i was always wrong i was a younger person so 
in default in everything i was wrong so when i i left the comfort of our home like i went into i went to school or whatever to apologize just felt like first i was it came in two ways so it's like i either over apologize or no one to apologize at all depending on how i felt so it's like if i didn't even do something if i didn't even walk a bump into you or something i just say sorry because i'm used to saying sorry all the time so it had no weight and and then like the older i got i was like actually i have a choice like i can decide not to say sorry so even when i wrong people and i had to say sorry i didn't want to say because i was always forced to say it and i was always blamed and so i didn't see like any flaw in myself because in the end i'm like i've said sorry all my life and i don't think um i should say sorry again so i feel like for me though forget that scratch it but <laughs> that word is um, it was more i guess generational and learned but i didn't know that i learned learned it like interacting with other people outside of my home um and so yeah like calling me out is kind of weird because it's like that's what i've always known mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so and that's yeah. when it's hard right that's i think that's when it's very difficult because you feel like I've, I've done this all my life like this is mm-hmm. like what's the issue what's the problem mm-hmm. like why yeah. are you calling me out on this like you know what i mean um but i think in some in so many ways you i don't know about you but i feel like personally in so in some ways i knew some of the toxic traits that i had were were issues but i just okay. didn't know how to address them like you know i just didn't know where to even start like how how does it look why does it why does it make me feel the way i feel but it seems okay at the same time like you know what i mean for me personally <laughs> gosh i um i think um when i was younger i didn't feel heard right i didn't feel i didn't feel heard at all so when i grew up and then i i finally again left the confines of my home went to school um you know i started i started realizing that i have a voice right i started realizing oh i can actually give my input on on certain things i can actually talk about certain things uh i can actually give critical uh not maybe not critical i didn't think it was critical at that time but i can give input on, on certain things so yeah. i over exerted myself i overdid it right where i wouldn't so much listen to what other people said but i would over talk i would overdo it you know and i yeah. wanted I, and i did it in the way that i wanted people to hear me really and and if and if and as i'm saying it now like it's it's gutted because i'm like man like i i just did so much yeah for people to hear me right mm. um and it wasn't like it, it didn't matter what i was saying right i yeah. wanted people to understand that i knew what i was talking about mm-hmm. and you must hear me because yeah. for so long nobody heard me for so mm-hmm. long i didn't have a voice mainly like i mean it, it started a lot like at home where like i had very like my dad was very strict yeah so it was his way or the highway like no other way so you don't feel like you have an opinion on certain things so when i did have an opinion i overdid it yeah so i wouldn't listen to anybody i wouldn't want to take anybody's um criticism uh, criticism was the <laughs> 
first thing. Oh my gosh. And I remember the first day I got called out on that was by, by my friend Buya. She said, you don't, you don't really take criticism very well. I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I love it. I love it. I actually enjoy <laughs> What do you mean? I, I don't take criticism very well. Oh, you don't take and it, it got to the it was the point where like even like in my my academic work, I didn't want anybody to, mm-hmm. to edit my stuff. Don't edit my stuff because I know you're gonna come back at me and and stay here and scratch here and and or suggest this and then I'm gonna have to write the whole paper all over again. So I will hand it in half-heartedly. Yeah. Like I would do. I will get that B. I will be an average student because I don't yeah. want you to come and 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 and, and yeah. give me any criticisms. So in that that part, that's how it manifested. The second yeah. part was like. I got like when I got married Mm-mm. and man <laughs> Stephanie puts on her blog, her blog and she said My marriage you think it's a mirror is a magnifying glass this big it literally tries <laughs> everything that you think you are yeah. right and and again that defense would go up yeah. all the time all the time yeah. like every time my husband would say something and it just it it, it touched mm-hmm. me the wrong way or it went into different corners of of the you know <laughs> so, my wall went up right away yeah and it would be a wall and it wouldn't come down unless he agreed with me yeah right i had to be right yeah i had to be right all the time and that's when i realized something is wrong like i need like something is wrong like if somebody's always calling me out and saying lynette there's something that you need to check then you need to check some stuff yeah so for me oh it's something i'm still working on god knows but that's my personal Hello. <laughs> uh, that's my personal toxic behaviors that I brought into relationships that I didn't even realize were there. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, yeah. right? So it, it, sometimes, like you said, you don't you don't see as an issue as some until somebody calls you out, and even when somebody calls you out, you don't readily say, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah, right? yeah. You're like, "That's how it's going to be. That's how yeah. it's going to be. Like that's how I am." Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, no, I, I I'll leave it to you. I I really agree with that, especially the marriage part because I was having a conversation with one of my friends today, um, in my DMs, like from yesterday to today, because like she recently got married, and obviously I also recently got married. So she was just talking about we we're talking about communication, and she was saying how, um, like she found that anytime like her husband will say something that it's not even like. Because obviously we've married good men, so it's not like we are being the man is being toxic. That's like well, let's start from there. It's not like husbands are waking up every day and saying you're doing crap. That's not the case. The case is that like something goes wrong or we have a, a, like a difference, and like the roots. What, what my friend and I were talking is like the roots you want to take is just be different and be like whatever you want i guess like do what you want right. that's also a toxic toxic trait because it's like uh, i put my hands up 
you have your way, do what you want. I guess I'm always wrong. I guess yeah. I'll never be right. Yo, oh my God. So, <laughs> so talking to just telling me how like her defenses are like so high, and it's like she either what you were saying, either take it like really badly, not want to like, have a conversation, or have a mood about it. And I was telling her how. I had that for once, like, I don't remember when, like, what it was. I was telling her, I don't remember what it was, but my husband was asking me something. Something had happened, and I, I didn't agree with it. And I felt myself, like, inside, like, my inner little girl, my child was, like, screaming inside, because I remember that when I was growing up, one of the things that I struggled with was because, like, I do not, like, I wasn't taught to apologize if something went wrong. Like and my parents, like I'll I'll have a tantrum. Mm-hmm. That's how I would I'll have a tantrum and then they'll like give me something that I like or try to appease me. So we'll never have a discussion like this is what happened. Right. I did this wrong. You did this wrong. Let's trash it. No. It was just I I threw the tantrum. They buy me whatever I want. Basically shut me up and that's it. So mm-hmm. telling her that like that's also like another like thing that we have to deal with because I realized that in marriage. It's not the same. I like literally like when I was like uncomfortable with whatever happened, which is so funny that I don't remember because it shows you how little it was. <laughs> but when I was uncomfortable with it, like my like initial reaction was to run to my dad. Right. And then I realized for a second, I'm not seven years old. Like I'm grown. And You're a grown woman. Like and you have to take responsibilities for your actions. Like it's even if you made a mistake it doesn't mean you are bad because i think that that's the biggest part of um being toxic that people don't want to deal with they think that once someone says you're toxic it means you're toxic for life it doesn't mean that you are entirely bad it just means that something that you did wasn't right so you fix that thing in you and as human beings we are imperfect so it's normal um so yeah like i really resonate with that like I, I just I, I like I didn't know that was a new thing that I learned about myself. Oh my. To be honest, like I didn't know I had like that inner child that yeah. wants to just throw herself on the floor and and throw it have time. let's just call what it is here. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, I, I I remember I remember Tony telling me one time, like all the time, like whenever <laughs> I, I I I manifest these things. Manifest. <laughs> <laughs> like Lynette. Where in your mind do you think that I just want the worst for you? Mm. In your That's mind, good. That's good. do you think that I am not thinking about your best well-being? Yeah. Like, and the thing is, I think his frustration at that yeah. frustrates me mm. because I'm thinking, man, what am I doing? Like, how do I? How do we work this out? Like, you know what I mean? Where is it that I need to really check? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Obviously, like, he's also, let's not ex- let's not exclude that they also have things that they have to deal with, right? As yeah. men as well. Like, they also are coming from lived experiences in their homes. So, yeah. and they are also bringing certain things, right? So, mm-hmm. like, let's not discount that. That's not yeah. all your fault, right? Was it not? But at the same time, like I think we need to when when it's it's you, I think yeah. the acknowledgement needs to be there, right? That it's it's you. 
Like you, mm-hmm. there's something here that it is going back to some kind of life experience, some kind of um, lived trauma yeah. um, that hasn't been dealt with, right? So getting to the root of uh, root cause. Sometimes that's yeah. very hard to do, right? Yeah. It it, t- it takes prayer. It takes mm-hmm. therapy. let's let's call a spade a spade like yes christians we tend to brush these things under the rug um oh god will do it god god can do it yeah at the same time we also have to acknowledge that there's certain people and we ziana have said this on so many times on this podcast that there are people that god has given that that wisdom to walk you through Um, and unpack some of these things right because Mm -hmm. on your own clearly the reason why you're having this battle within you is that you don't know what to do you don't know how to deal with it right Mm -hmm. so yeah jesus and therapy like you know what i mean like the hashtag like hashtag (laughs) you need and honestly i can't i can't say it enough if you need to do have that extra help to unpack some of the things that you're feeling, some of the things that you can't really understand, take the time to to do therapy. You know, take yeah. the time to, to to talk to somebody, talk to a professional who can actually walk you through um, some of the things that you're feeling, right? Yeah. Sometimes where it's stemming from, you didn't even know that that's mm-hmm. where it was coming from at yeah. all. You just assumed yeah. that maybe this adds to this and this and, and it, it creates yeah. this. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's a root cause that you haven't even thought about yeah if in addition to Uh prayer in addition (laughs) to god's word in addition to giving it all to god talk to somebody Mm -hmm. you know what i mean these are these are really really hard things to sometimes deal with and then it breeds depression it breeds anxiety it brings so many things that brings them on that you didn't really think about that was there like you know what i mean so i think it's very important for us to do some of these unpacking right yeah yeah so this is it's good i I wanted to add to your therapy bit because i want everyone in the world to know i'm an advocate for therapy like i feel (laughs) like my dad i feel like there's a pride that christians have okay that it's not even god it's not even biblical like if god has given um people the ability to manage our finances right giving people the ability to be accountants okay like why is it that mental health is out why is it that we are running away from therapy and i feel like there is so much pride that comes with it and like i just can't stress that enough like going to therapy doesn't make you less of a christian and i i i feel like therapy is for everyone that's my opinion um because you you exercise a muscle in your mind it's not like all you do therapy every day but it's, it's great it's just like going for a body checkup if you need just one physical a year do that but people that do more right because they need more because you're not sure and stuff so i feel like we should look at mental health in that same way um and I also like wanted to just mention that the people that feel like oh, um, if I I can now control or handle how people treat me or whatever, like you have to realize that 
like our personalities and our experiences really really changes how we are like when i think back to the joyful bubbly person that i was and i'm working to be again work towards working towards i'm building that happy girl again you can i can tell you that what shifted that were the experiences the conversations i didn't want to have the hurts that i had the trauma that i had so it's like if you think back and you're like yo i used to be very excited and i used to love stuff and i used to think life was great and now i just feel like what's the point like what you're saying like you just feel depressed you just feel sad anxious all the time you feel angry that's a big one bitter or whatever and you don't want it sit down and take a moment of like humility and a moment of being like teachable and be like like what's wrong with me like what what's the root of that thing it doesn't always mean you're a bad person you did something wrong it just means check your heart and check yourself be honest with yourself so i just wanted to like um yeah touch on the therapy part because you just have to like that's it like i, I and you know the, the thing that was coming to my mind tonight um was like you don't want like, what one thing that i struggle with mm-hmm. now i'm a mother right <laughs> i'm a mother and you at the back of my mind i have this constant i think i've shifted away from oh i don't want to be like my parents i've shifted away from that rhetoric of i don't want to be like my parents or i don't want to do the same things that my parents did. I've shifted away from that that mentality to i want to do i want to do well yeah for my for my kids right you yeah. don't want to have the generational traits being passed down because if you're not careful that's what it will be right i mean obviously prayer like obviously breaking those generational curses not being afraid of those things to go down your bloodline or whatever yeah. but at the same time watching watching some of these things right because you, we have a part to play when it comes yeah. to 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 even when we're praying about certain things and even when we're praying about generational curses Mm-hmm. we have a big part to play right yeah. some of the things that we have seen in our past or we have experienced in our past doing our best in tandem with god to not pass that on to our generation not pass that That's on good. to our kids not pass that on to our grandkids all of those mm-hmm. things um so as i'm thinking about these things like some sometimes um uh, as i'm doing things like with my daughter there are time moments that i catch myself doing certain things that like i i saw in my own home i saw mm-hmm. my parents do or i saw um that weren't necessarily the greatest things right sometimes i catch myself and i'm like whoa not so much catch myself like oh whoa like that's what my my parents used to do or whoa that's that i i don't want that in my life because i feel like when you when you when you feel that kind of way like oh i don't want to do the same thing my parents did that also in in itself it's something that you kind of have to check but catching myself in the sense that man um how is this how how is this whole thing helping my daughter how is this this that i'm doing helping helping her or yeah. not helping her mm-hmm. um, so catching yourself 
and not just brushing over some of these things that you think yeah. are normal uh-huh. right not so much creating a new normal but creating um walking i, I feel it, it's so important to walk hand in hand with god right like mm-hmm. letting god check your heart letting god come in it and just being like hey like this is something that you probably want to check here and not do in front of her or yeah. do yeah. in that way like you know what i mean so i think thinking about those these things is just um it's, it's a way to like catch yourself when some of these things come up right yeah i love i love that you said that um um because i i caught myself doing that the same thing as well um being so focused on not doing what my parents did or what my generations have done as opposed to what do you want to do right like right because we can also end up being in, the, in that spiral of i'm um, doing all these things like in comparison to what my parents did so you're always justified and if you <laughs> whoa i just wow so i just realized because like when i think back to my childhood like i remember the number of times that my parents would say that they're doing this for me because they didn't get this thing like i'm doing i'm paying all this money for you to go to school because i didn't get it i'm buying you all these things because i didn't get so it's like speaking from trauma so you're speaking from a place of hurt so it means are you doing this for me because as she said that's the best for my daughter or are you doing it to prove your parents wrong like yeah yeah that's that's whoa that word revelation just came yeah it just came i said <laughs> it's it's so deep like because we can end up just living a life that it's opposite to what our parents did to prove them wrong when we don't need to do that like we need to just live a life that works for our families that is wholesome that is like that encompasses wellness not like not like everything i'm doing is a competition to what my parents Should didn't do because they also think that they did do yeah. that we want to carry on because they're so fixated on on doing the opposite from them you right. throw away the advantages too you throw away the great stuff too because you want to be so different from exactly. them exactly and it's like that thing of like is that what god is saying like because first of all you have to honor your parents that's one and then two their things no matter what how much you do not like someone let's say let's say you move away from my parents for a bit you don't like someone there's always something positive about them you're just choosing not to see it because there's always like that person does this and then but when it comes to this thing i can't take it from them like they do the thing very well so when you sit down and think even the most difficult most strange relationship in your life there is one good thing That's if it. you want to find it right. so i really like that you mentioned that you cut yourself like like not basically not putting your i guess your parents flaws or their mistakes on the pedestal and looking at the idol of it as opposed to doing what works for your family that's right not in comparison to anyone but yeah. just for what works for you yeah that's really good i like it what what makes you want to grow what makes you want to oh, Lord. to to get better oh, you know yeah. not so much well, not so much better but what makes you want to to kind of sever these things um out of your life like you know what i mean and just be yeah. be a whole a full person that mm-hmm. god has called you to be 
Um, you touched on one, which is God. Um, like, you know, like when I I became saved, saved because we're all saved. We all went to church. We all grew up girl. in church, but did okay. Full stop. So when I got saved, and I like started being serious with God, having a relationship with Him, I realized that in the Bible, God wants fullness for us. Like He wants us to flourish. Mm. Like it's not a badge of honor to be stressed. It's not a badge of honor to say I've done all these things for these people and they're grateful. It's not a badge of honor to be um, tired all the time. It's not a badge of honor to be poor, which is so cultural. I didn't want to go there, but like I was just like in the Bible, God wants the best for me, so I want that for myself. A second thing was that I realized that when I went into therapy. Um, I went to therapy. I feel like my first session was when I was in school. I was having this, I was just feeling unwell, but it wasn't physical. And so I was like, I, I'm just going to try this therapy thing and the best decision I ever made after Jesus, okay? <laughs> but yeah, like when I went to therapy, I just, I just saw like you over that, like this, a good life I found there. Like if I can just let go of the things I can't, I don't have control over. If I can just release the people that offended me, if I can just communicate when I'm upset, if I can just watch my words even when I'm upset, like if I can still respect someone through um, a disagreement, like there's so much more to life, there's so much peace in life when you choose to grab it. Life can be stressful if you want it to be and it can be peaceful if you want it to be. Not that things are going to go well all the time, but you just focus on the things that you know you can do and leave what you can to God. Um, and the things that I just saw my relationships start getting better, like way better. Like it's not that it's perfect relationships, but they're intentional and they're healthy. Like, and so that made me want to keep going. And of course, like wanting a long and healthy marriage, wanting long and healthy friendships, wanting long and healthy, uh, long and healthy life. Mm-hmm. Wanting to be the best parent that I, that I can be to my future children. It's just all these things that, like, I know that were good that I got, but all the things that really damaged me growing up, I wanted to be able to switch that. And also just embracing the fact that no matter how much I grow and how much I learn, like, I'll still not be a perfect parent to my child, but I'll still be intentional. I'll still not be a perfect wife, but I'll be an intentional, loving wife. There's some things that you can't take from someone that is is determined to grow. Like, yeah, so I'm just like, if I'm determined to grow, I'm going to see the fruits. If I'm determined to grow, I'm going to be intentional about it. And if I care about something enough, then I'll give it my attention, right? So... That's, that's what you think going there like a thousand and one but those are like my <laughs> no, i hear you honestly and that's and those are so good because like what else but not to be a better person not to be uh-huh. the, the full person that god want wants you to be like you know mm-hmm. what i mean be intentional yeah. about the things that you do and i think for me that's that's a that's a that's a part that i'm really working on because <clears throat> intentionality even in in of itself is not something that i was very well versed on um so even um i, I was as you were speaking i kept on thinking like like even when i first started and i'm gonna i'm being very real here like when i when i started um when i just got married 
there were so many times where as soon as like some, there was a disagreement or like um like something that we didn't agree on or like you know an argument or whatever my mind automatically shifted to this is going downhill like <laughs> this is going to end like my relationship is going to end my marriage is ending like, you know what I mean because there's been this disagreement is that that perfection that I was just striving for this perfect person um and not realizing that I was putting unrealistic um demands on myself right yeah and not not realizing at all at all and mm-hmm. and like you know i thank god for tony because like he has the ability to shift your mind right back to where it's supposed to be and being like hey like relax like you know <laughs> it, it ain't that <laughs> it ain't that like get get yourself back on track like you know what yeah. I, mean? so I think that part of intentionality like personally something that i i have to um it has to be something like bookmarks for myself all the time um just knowing that okay hey i have to be intentional about everything that i do because uh, uh, um um like a a symptom of toxic behavior and i was as i was reading one of these these uh, um articles um it was saying um um one sec let me just read what it said here um uh, oh, but I, I think I, I lost it but it's, it was saying not giving yourself fully to a relationship right not it, that's a symptom of, of, of toxic behavior not giving mm-hmm. yourself fully to a relationship because you feel like it's going to slip away or you feel yeah. like oh if you give too much of yourself the person is going to take too much from you you know mm-hmm. all of these things are are part of it right because of lived experiences trauma or something that you lost because you gave too much of yourself you know you you gave too fully and you know i think i think i don't know but like i think in our generation at at some point there was there was this rhetoric of oh don't give as a woman don't give yourself too much to a relationship because oh you know let the man love you more or whatever so there was that 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 those rhetoric and those some some of these things you don't realize how much it affects your your thinking in your mind yeah. you know what i mean um you you'll have some random auntie say some something that will just drop in your spirit and you didn't realize it, it has been sitting in your spirit oh my god don't get me started with the aunties though <laughs> lord <laughs> You realize that. that you're acting up on these things <laughs> oh. that were said to you or in yeah. passing or said to you in a, in a in in a conversation somewhere and then you are bringing that into your home bringing that into relationships and mm-hmm. it hasn't been validate, validated anywhere no it has never happened <laughs> like in your mind you have yeah. built up all of these things Mm-hmm. as truth yeah right and you are acting on it yeah. not even realizing that you're acting on it and how it's affecting your relationships yeah right so for me it's that intentionality knowing that this is a good relationship and it has it can be in any relationship your friendships everything right this yeah. is a good thing right if it's not taking away from you in terms of your mental health if it's not 
toxic, right? Mm. It's a good, it's a good thing, right? It's a Talk good about thing. it. Talk about it. <laughs> it's it's a good thing that God has brought for you. So not breaking it down to the point mm-hmm. where like it, you're destroying it because yeah. of things that you believe from out of nowhere, right? Yeah. So I think it's it's unpacking those things like we've said before and just walking in tandem with God and therapy, huh, guys. Um, talk to somebody. We recommend. <laughs> we recommend. Talk to Jesus and a professional. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, so that's that's what I, I I have to add to what you are what you said. So that's, that's anything cool. else? Yeah, like when you were mentioning the perfection thing, perfection is a myth, and that's something that I learned this year. Hard, like, I mean, the end of last year into this year, the biggest thing that like the huh, perfection has stolen so much from all of us. Yes. Time, yes. My, like too much time. It does not exist. We are humans. That is why we have God. Listen, if we were perfect, we wouldn't be this here. Listen to me. Come on. And. Um, I feel like perfection and the enemy will distract you from just doing the work and being intentional because that's all you can do, right? And it's that thing that you're mentioning that you you didn't realize like something is going on in your mind that you haven't even spoken about. Like literally, this is all these things, a scenario in your mind has just grown and grown and grown. And when you're saying like not giving a lot, like there's so many things <laughs> where you said was so packed because I feel like culture, tradition, society has taught women that we are the price. Hold up, ladies. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> we are the price, okay? We are the favor. They come to find us. I'm with that. Chill, yes. <laughs> but what society has taught us is like we are perfect. Like because they're coming to find us, we have nothing to work on. Right. You see this whole. Um, F boys movement, trash men movement, this and that thing. That like, I'm like, I'm saying it to my chest, but I'm scared. Don't at me. All I'm saying Don't is, at me. Don't <laughs> at me. All I'm saying is, we put women on a pedestal, okay? And it's it's fine that we are the the price. It's great. But what I'm saying is that we have work to do still because we are humans and we are flawed. If you're in a relationship, whether you're a woman that is a prize or not, you are still a human being. So you have to still grow. You have to still be open to criticism. You have to learn not to be toxic. You have to learn to navigate your emotions. You still have to do the work on you. The better you are, the better your relationship, right? So when people try to say, like, oh, we are women and this is what we deserve, and we deserve all those things, but you have to realize that you have to keep the same energy. like. He, if you've got a good man, it's keep the same energy. So you're a good woman, so you have a good relationship. You can have a good man, and like because society says you are the prize, then you'll be a toxic woman. You're going to be make a toxic man. It's going to end up in a toxic relationship. So maybe you can ask me because I'm. I'm <laughs> so all I'm saying is we have to do the work, okay? Like we have to do the work that we need to do. Like I'm going on a tangent because it's like my heart. I feel like I, hear you. I was I was like, I'm a baby girl. I say I'm a baby girl for life. I am. But I believe that there is a part of like we have a role to play. Okay. We also have to do the work to yeah. maintain like everyone has to do their part. And what you were saying as I also added that perfection 
it's just going to rob you of joy and peace and beautiful things that you could have because you don't want to do the work. Yes. It just doesn't great it doesn't come out happen. of nowhere. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. Really you doesn't. have to. You have to have a conversation with yourself. You have to be like, yeah, this thing I did wasn't great. Not that you're a bad person. The thing you did wasn't great. How are you gonna work on it? Are you open to having honest conversations with your friends? Are you open to having conversations with your parents? Are you open to having conversations with the person your relationship with? Are your work things are bothering you? Are you open to getting that and not being defensive and working on it and giving that back, not as like a comeback, right. but as a constructive like criticism to help someone else the way you are being helped? Then yeah, I went on a whole tangent because like this thing no, like really I, I, gets me. I totally me. appreciate that. Like honestly, and I'm like putting mm. in the work. <laughs> I I found myself like and when you said. <laughs> <laughs> What um about putting in the work like I found myself especially when you have good men I mean do not take advantage of your good men out there like for the married people oh my gosh like I found myself because like Tony wouldn't react in a certain way that I thought he would react here I am taking advantage doing the most doing everything oh he's not really gonna do anything anyways oh he has oh he has my back all the time not putting in any effort thinking oh but that's a great man he's not gonna leave me first of all like you know and he's a Christian man first of all like he's not gonna leave he's not gonna talk no we want do we want that d- the trash I'd like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and we get good men good people in our lives good relationships good friendships and then we take advantage of that right we take advantage because that man oh he's he's a christian he's not going to leave me oh so i can just talk down on him anytime anyhow i want no no so all the wives out there, all the people in a relationship, all the uh, hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> you have something good. Mm-hmm. Work on it. Yeah, all have work to do. And yep. like like Stephanie said, yes, you're the prize, but you also have some work to do. Yeah, we have things to do to work on our relationships collectively to make it better, right? Like if you expect that person to work on themselves, you too have some working to do. Don't think you're perfect. Don't think that you have it all together because man, like Stephanie said, magnifying glass, some of these relationships will expose you in ways that you didn't know were possible. about me no no you shocked figure it out and then magnifying when it comes your way you're like oh that i found myself in certain situations like just crying because like i knew that it was me yeah i knew that there was work that needs to be done but breaking that barrier to actually doing that work (laughs) i was stuck yeah 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 why should i do it why 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 no we all have work to do to make our relationships better, right? Yeah. 
you know and it, it's in the, one of the articles i was reading it says you are not the toxic person is the behavior that's toxic that's great you yeah. you as an individual are great yeah. the behaviors that we manifest are the ones that need to be worked on right yeah. so let's work on it collectively um mm-hmm. so so many takeaways <laughs> from this episode so stephanie last words last takeaways <laughs> yo i have too much to say but we're wrapping it up so i'm just <laughs> gonna say like all the people that think that when someone has um, a conversation with you um regards to something you have to work on makes them a hater makes makes means that you cut them off 2021 cut anyone that steps on your toe off or just cut, cut how many people can we cut off okay like i'm so tired of that seeing all the things all the steps that your friend needs to take to prove that a good friend all the steps that this person needs to like what are you talking about first of all you've not communicated it you've not communicated to the person the person you're holding that um against that standard doesn't know yeah they don't know what you expect from them you've yeah. not, you said everything was fine you said you don't care you said it's great everything is good i asked you what you expect from a friendship i asked you what you expect you didn't communicate it like we have to take a step back for me my takeaway taking a step back and realizing that we are not perfect um but like another thing is that obviously if you're in a friendship or relationship where they're only mentioning your flaws that is toxic yeah i'm gonna say that it's not like you don't have to be putting a magnifying glass on all your flaws every time there is good and bad times there should be more good times than bad times yeah that is that is what doesn't make it toxic but my takeaway is Anytime we do the work, anytime we are committed to being intentional, anytime we are committed to being, um, like improving as people, they reflect in every area of our life and we'll see the fruits and we'll be fruitful. So my encouragement to you is take a step back and just think for a second. Yeah. What triggers you? Like what makes you react in certain ways? Like what have people said continuously that you've tried to fight? And just, just be okay with working yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, as Lena said, to- being toxic. It's not you. It's the behavior. You are amazing, and there's always something amazing about you. But you have to be open to developing, growing as you go. Yeah. Oh, I I completely agree with everything yeah. you said. Like, take a step back. You know, analyze yourself. You know, do the work that you need to do. Mm-hmm. to get to the place that you want to be right yeah. to get to the place of health for for your relationships yeah. right? because we don't we we don't live on an island right you, you're going to live with people you're going to live with people that you don't you don't necessarily like you're going to work with people that you don't necessarily like you we all have relationships to build and we should have relationships to build you can't live on an island by yourself it doesn't make sense god didn't create us to be alone right yeah. so even when he created adam he realized that it wasn't good so he created an eve for yeah. for adam um mm-hmm. so it clearly is not good for us to live alone so in that it means that the relationships that we have around us should be flourishing should be great right if you have a toxic relationship and we we're gonna we're gonna get more into this in the second um episode uh because this is jam-packed <laughs> um episode um but we don't want to stick everything in this one but if you 
if you your you yourself and this this see this episode we really focused on ourselves you as an individual check the pieces that like stephanie said people have been really mentioning them and and it's been a reoccurring conversation with different people maybe there's something there that you need to work on right mm -hmm. take a step back and look at yourself yeah. see how the things that you have to analyze within yourself um and to make your relationship flourish and if you yeah. need help seek for the help right yeah. and in tandem we are christians and obviously z and i always say we are un unapologetic about it stephanie i know is also unapologetically christian um we love god and we we work hand in hand with god but if you also need the extra help um god has given people wisdom to help you along the way so 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 seek out that help right um and if you if you need um any to talk to anybody or anything like that add us that one add us <laughs> <laughs> that and we will show you other places mm -hmm. that you can go and get help so um let us know there's some great articles that we read um for for this episode we can yeah. share um with you guys um so feel free to give us your feedback feel free to give us comments and, and suggestions um so we really appreciate that you joining you joined us for this um this episode stephanie we're glad you're here Woo! i'm sorry for yelling guys i'm really really nice i'm a nice person i just get really passionate i was like this is my first episode i'm out here yelling at people sorry sorry, sorry. No, but we really appreciate you being here um, and moving forward um, with some of the episodes. So you'll be seeing her face a little bit more before Z comes. So stay tuned. Yeah, I got you. I got you, <laughs> So we're going to continue this conversation in the second, second episode. We have a part two to this, um, to this episode. So stay tuned for that, that we're going to be focusing more on uh, toxic relationships, people that are toxic to us. <laughs> so <laughs> we hold on for that one. Um, so, you know, send us messages on Beyond a Thought 20 at in Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're there. We also have a website, beyondathought20.com. Mm -hmm. And we now have a YouTube page. Whoop, 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 whoop. Subscribe, yeah, subscribe. Right, hit the like button, subscribe. Put your bell notifications. Yeah, yeah, it's all of that. Here. <laughs> um, so thank you guys so much for joining us. We really appreciate um, all of this. Until um, next time, bye. Peace, guys. See ya. <laughs>